0: Welcome to the Grace Capital City podcast. We are a community of Jesus followers located in Washington, DC, working to see God's kingdom come through worship, family, and justice. For more information about our church, go to gracecapitalcity.com. But in the meantime, we hope you enjoy this week's message. Good to be with you guys this evening. If I haven't met you before, my name is Chris, I'm lead pastor here, and just a special welcome to you. If you're new, tons of stuff going on around the church, as Holly and Dylan were telling you about. Alpha groups, are amazing. If you have friends that are like seeking, uh, have questions, it's, it's funny. I'll share this really quick. A friend of mine named Jamie Winship incredible teacher and evangelist, he used to always say, there are certain people that have turned towards the kingdom of heaven. And what he was meaning is they haven't received Jesus yet as their Lord and Savior, but they've turned towards the kingdom. They they have an openness in their heart. And that's who you want to be asking for. That's who you want to be praying for. Who are the people that maybe they don't know, they haven't received, they haven't prayed the sinner's prayer, whatever you want to say, but they've turned to the kingdom, right? Hungry people. Be praying for those. You have them in your life. I have them in my life. We want to provide a space for them to ask questions and to journey through the fundamental truths of the gospel. So that's Alpha, and then Be the Bridge. What an amazing journey of just journeying deeper towards God's heart of reconciliation and justice on the earth. So commend both of those to you. Tonight, we're going to be continuing in our When We Were Kings series. If you're just jumping in, we, um, this is really the second part. We, we spent the fall and the first part of the winter journeying through 1 Kings, and then last Sunday, we kicked off Second Kings and pressing into a lot of the same themes, but journeying through the second book. So if you have a Bible or a Bible app, you can go ahead and turn there. Let me just recap you really quickly from where we were last Sunday Last Sunday, we began in chapter 2 of this book, and there's this really interesting moment that occurs. It's, it's the transfer moment from Elijah to Elisha. If, if you know the Old Testament, you've probably heard of Elijah. He was kind of the preeminent prophet of Israel in the Old Testament. Elisha was kind of his... Um, Mentee, I guess, his disciple. And there's this moment as Elijah is preparing to go to heaven where Elisha says, grant me a double portion of your spirit. I want want to carry what you've carried, but I want double. Like, Like lay it on thick for me, Elijah. And that's what happens. And all of a sudden, Elisha is carrying a power, an authority, a responsibility that he's never carried before. And what we saw last week was different things come from that. There's incredible healing that comes from his ministry where an entire water supply of Jericho is healed, but we also saw death. We also saw brokenness that came out of the way he stewarded this new authority that he was carrying. And most importantly, what we learned last week was what happens if you mock a bold man? Okay. And I won't spoil it for you, but I'll just say this, bears, all right, bears. If you haven't heard the message, you can go back and listen to it. It's on our podcast and on YouTube. So that's where we were last week. Tonight, we're going to be in chapter three. You can go ahead and turn there. I'm going to read chapter three, starting in verse nine down to verse 20. Um, So just kind of get yourself ready on your Bible app or your Bible. If you're watching online, you can click on the Bible link. But before I do that, let me just kind of set up the story a little bit. Let me give you some context to what I'm about to read. So at this point in Israel's history, a young man named, let me make sure I get this right, a young man named Joram or Joram, that's right. King Joram has taken over the kingdom. He is the son of Ahab and Jezebel, not exactly model parents. Um, Ahab was not a good king. In Israel, and his son Joram or Joram is no better. He, he is continuing on this line of disobedient kings idol worship, turning away from Yahweh, all these different things. So you have the king of Israel, which is Joram, you also have this nation called moab that 's led by a man named Mesha or Misha the Moabites and traditionally, there was a lot of conflict between Israel and the Moabites. they would have battles and so under ahab 's reign the Moabites would pay tribute to Israel. They would send gold, they would send sheep, rams, goats, all these kinds of things to kind of keep the peace. Well, when Ahab died, King Mesha of the Moabites is like, you know what? I don't really want to pay the tax anymore. I'm done with this. And I'm not as afraid of Joram as I was of Ahab. And so he stops sending the tributes. Now, Joram is like, I'm just as tough as my dad. Don't mess with me. I'm going to invade you. I'm going to take you out. And so he starts gathering his army together to go and invade the Moabites. Now, he doesn't want to go alone. So he recruits King Jehoshaphat of Judah. Remember,